Greetings, Minecrafters, and welcome to another Minecraft discussion today. My name is Kimberly Quinn, and I'm so pumped to be here to, to uh, you know, really, you know, assist people with learning how to become the boss of their brain. It's all about what we think. It, I mean, it just really is. We are what we we become what we think about all day long. So it's it's about reining that in, cherry picking those thoughts, allowing you know what 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 we allowed it to to sort of stick is what what grows and what expands. And what expands, and so when we get, when we really start to really truly get that, we get a, we become a whole lot more careful about what you know where we allow our mind to go. You know, we don't just want to let it hang out in autopilot. It's a gigantic waste of our life minutes, and it can take us nowhere good. So to, uh, today's uh, topic is is a kind of a spinoff of yes of yesterday's. We're talking about you know learning how to become centered. Now we get all this chaos going around us, all this. Uh, miss you guys, right? Just all this craziness going around us. It can be at home. It can be at work. It can just be out in the world, in traffic, at a subway station. Who knows? And but so we we can't control any of that that's going on externally, or very little, right? And uh, but we can't. What we can control is staying centered. So today's spinoff conversation is about learning to become less annoyed. Wayne Dyer, actually another one of my favorites. Um, talks about this a lot, you know, uh, you know, there are people out there, I can't imagine living this way, honestly, it'd be so incredibly not, you know, incredibly unenjoyable, but there are so many people out there, apparently, who just are looking for the occasion to be offended, you know, just looking for things to be wrong, looking for things to take personally, looking for things to just, just looking to have an issue so that they can dig in with, you know, dig in with their claws and react all over the place and things like that. And so as human beings, of course, we don't do anything unless there's payoff in it. So if that is our current habit, somehow there's payoff in it or we would not continue to do it. So if, you know, if someone is easily annoyed, easily bothered, easily offended, we don't want to say this with judgment. We want to say that there's just something going on. It's like there's, there's been a habit that's been allowed to snowball like think of that big heavy wet snow like march snow of uh, east up here in vermont um march snow just sticks and everything sticks to it you can just roll it down the hill once you have this huge ball of snow well that's what it's like that's that's what it's like with negativity in general we're talking specifically about being offended or annoyed or bothered it's like wet march snowman snow it just rolls and picks up all the crap around it and actually, for snowmen, it's a good. That's actually a good metaphor because March snow also picks up when you get close to the ground when the snow's you know kind of melting. It picks up you know the leaves under there, the sticks under there. So this is kind of what we're talking about is you know the negativity momentum that some people have, and specifically with taking things personally, becoming offended, annoyed, in that react mode. So how to learn to sort of you know stop that momentum and shift and lean into a better way of thinking, which will lead into a better way of feeling, which will then lead to a better way of doing. You know, it, it it's amazing to me how sometimes people think, you know, that like, let's say somebody's walking around seemingly happy, not interested in, not, you know, becomes annoyed rarely, you know, takes offense rarely. They're overall pretty happy. And some of the neg- negative Nellies, you know, because this is just where their head space is. We're not saying with judgment, we're saying with they're in a different space that will hopefully shift eventually. Um, they sometimes think that, you know, somebody got like somebody, you know, a happy fairy sprinkled, sprinkled happy dust on their heads 
or something, or, you know, sprinkled go with the flow, you know, pixie dust on their heads, or they won the happiness lottery, like the golden Wonka ticket doesn't work like that. And of course, whenever we're talking about human animals and non-human animals, there are some genetics involved, but very, that's very little of it. And also Sean Aker, author of the Happiness advantages often talked about this too. He's done tons of research and a person's happiness level is, I forget the percentage, but it's very small. I want to say it's like 10%. I'm guessing that, but it's, I think in that area of, you know, happiness due to, outside, due to external circumstances. Like, you know, you just got a new car, you just got a new puppy, you landed a new job, whatever. That happiness is fleeting. The overall happiness level comes from within. It just does. And so when we're talking about, you know, the, some of, you know, the opposite really is being negative and annoyed and taking offense and all that stuff. That's all ego. That's all ego. Remember that the ego is the evil twin of the authentic self, because when someone is feeling whole, happy, and complete, they are not generally annoyed very easily. They don't generally take offense very easily because the whole hap the whole and happy, complete, very authentic person you know, understands that, you know, when people are acting, you know, in this, you know, mental chaotic, you know, mentally chaotic place, you know, and they're, and they're, you know, not being their best selves. And I'm not saying we're giving anybody a pass. We're not saying that, but the authentic person is a lot better able to yield and to not take it personally because, oh, the authentic person also realizes that nobody can hurt their feelings. Why? Because they're their feelings. So they don't, they just don't take offense that much. And so, Sometimes people um, don't understand that just like anything else in life, you know, happiness takes effort, you know, and when we are on the, you know, the positivity track, living the mind craft lifestyle, while we are pursuing these, you know, different ways to lean into our very best selves, living our very best lives, while we are becoming more positive, we are simultaneously becoming less negative. And I'm talking about neurologically. It's something called neural pruning, which is very Darwinian, right? We've talked about this a couple times before. It's it's that old thing that if you don't use it, you lose it, which sucks if that's high school Spanish you took, you know, 20 years ago and you haven't used it. And then you go on a trip to Spain and you you, you've, you can't even, you know, uh, all you got is Buenos Dias, kind of a drag. You know, spent three years in, in you know, three or four years in Span high school Spanish. So that's not a good way for use it, you lose it, but um, it is good when we are on the, the Minecraft warrior track, you know, building and shifting into all these good habits, well, the brain gets it that we are also not using the old negative neural pathways. It used to like to, used to like to get annoyed and offended and judge people. Again, we're not looking for perfection. We all do this at times, but, but we're looking for progress, not perfection. So while we are on these happiness tracks, learning these new strategies, the brain is also snipping and pruning the, the like the dead stuff, like we do in April, at least in Vermont it's April. All the dead stuff off the trees are May, because when we trim off all the dead stuff, that makes room for new growth. So the brain naturally does that while it's becoming more positive. It's also becoming less negative, because it's not using those pathways anymore. Not getting annoyed as easily, not getting offended as easily, and so the more we shift into the positive stuff, we it's becoming. Um, we are less drawn to and excited about all these other things like being critical and being annoyed and all that stuff. So that is called very, again, very Darwinian and it's called neural pruning. 
So I had a little bit of inspiration uh, today by Richard Carlson, PhD, author of Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, because uh, just like last time, I was kind of in that, you know, mode. Even though I, t- I talk about all this stuff all the time. I just like to do shout outs because I want to share the love and give the credit if anybody, if I read even two sentences and it made me go into some fabulous creative, you know, flow zone. I want to make sure that I acknowledge the person who sent me into that place. So today it's Richard Carlson and he talks about, he says the payback for becoming, the payback for becoming less easily bothered is monumental. Your stress level will be reduced. You'll be more accepting of the people and events in your life. You'll have far more fun and will become more interested in and interesting to other people. You'll be a better role model to your family and friends. You'll be less reactive. We've talked about that, right? The more we are present in the moment, which is mindfulness, and it's, it's cumulative, like running. The less, the less reactive we become in general, like dealing with traffic, dealing with a really long line at Starbucks, dealing with that person who stepped on your foot in the subway, even if it was accidentally, we deal with all of it much easier when we learn to be present. So you'll be less reactive. You'll see life um, less as a burden and more as a, more as an adventure. I love that. You'll be less tired and irritated. Uh, you'll turn your ordinary life into an extraordinary experience. Oh, I love that. It's all about the mindset. You see stuff, every, you know, a lot of places. I'm not going to say everywhere. Lots of places now. It's, it is all about the mindset. You know, the cliches become a cliche for, for a reason, right? I mean, it's all about the thoughts. And thankfully, we're getting this more and more and more. It actually saddens me. And I'm not saying it in like any kind of arrogant way. It's just like once you're, once you're awakened, Oprah has said this in lots of different contexts. And so have other people. The people that she has on her show have also said it. Once the switch is turned on, like you're just that you're aware and awake to life. You know, it's tough. to. It doesn't ever get turned off again. Like even if you get derailed, you, you know, you kind of get swept up in the ego for a brief moment. Something inside you is once you're aware, you can't be, un, you can't really become unaware again. You can get a little off track, a little, little out of alignment, but it's kind of like a bunch of sirens go off or something like you're out of alignment, you're out of alignment, go back this way, go back this way. Because you beca- just become more sensitive to other people's negativity and I don't mean sensitive in the sense that we're taking it to heart and personally, like we just talked about. I just mean that there's like a force field that's built up in a way. that you just you, The tolerance is lower for it. And it doesn't mean that we just say something crass to get away from them. The authentic, you know, the authentic person just kind of very smoothly yields, yields away from them. We just kind of have this natural, kind of like mosquito repellent. <laughs> you know, we have like negative Nelly repellent or something. I don't know, but it's, it, it, it's just the switch is just on. And once it's on, he's done a lot of tolerance with this stuff. So he says, you'll turn your, Richard says, you'll turn your ordinary life into an extraordinary experience. The truth is being bothered is no fun. The negative Nellies just attract more and more of each other to themselves because the thing is that old cliche, misery loves company, right? That's, that's, that's not exactly the whole truth. Misery attracts miserable company. So they attract more and more and more of each other. Then they just, it all, it's all reinforced and strengthened and it turns, it just takes on a life of its own and they just reside in that awful place. Meanwhile, life minutes are going by, circling the drain, never to come back again. So, well, the good vibes, same thing. We attract more good vibes. We hang out together. We get stronger. Uh, and, and, you know, we get stronger in this positivity vibe and we attract more positivity, more and more green lights show up. 
that direct us toward our heart's desires and our, you know, our, you know, our high octane passion projects and all that stuff. So anyway, he says it's a huge distraction to a quality life. And wait a minute, the truth is being bothered is no fun. It's a true distraction to a quality life and the ultimate expression of sweating the small stuff. Plus, it's a real turn off to other people. Amen, Richard. That's the thing is that negative pe- negative Nellies aren't that much fun to be around, obviously. And even when they're with each other, I, I wouldn't. they're not having fun. They're just addicted to it. They're just addicted to negativity. Joe Dispenza would say, say that. When he talks about addiction, sometimes it involves substances or behaviors, but the high majority of, to- of the time, he's talking about our own addictive patterns to emotion. And the negative Nellies are definitely addicted to feeling negative because there's payoff in it. They attract each other. They all talk about it. And, oh, my gosh, I went through the same thing. And this horrible thing that happened and that, oh, this horrible thing happened to me. It was the same. Oh, my gosh. So now we're sisters in it or brothers in it or whatever. You know, same, same, same. Reinforces, reinforces, reinforces. And those people, they're a total turnoff. I mean, let's face it. If we talk about, you know, the positive Pete's, positive Penelope's, whatever, the optimists, the happy folks are far more apt to get the jobs, get the good relationships, um, have healthier relationships, which is why they live longer lives because relationships are the number one. And happy, optimistic people are generally liked better. So there's the thing. So just again, just like anything, uh, we can practice a skill set. You know how much I love skills. Not that we're going to toss away talents. Talents are good too. The combination is ideal. I love skill sets because we can just make a choice. We can make a decision. I want to become less annoyed. We can make that decision and start right now. We can start the day over at 2.45 at this minute. And then just, so that's it. We just keep starting it over all day long. And and we can become better and we will become better at anything we practice and set our minds to. So Richard winds it up here basically saying something similar. Um, The way to become less easily bothered or annoyed, that's my word, he uses bothered, is to make it a priority. Remember, we've we've also talked about this with um, the essentialist, because I am definitely um, an essentialist in in progress. I'm a grasshopper with it, definitely a novice, definitely a white belt essentialist, but I'm, I'm identifying as one. Anyway, they talk a lot about the word priority, which back in the 1400s was singular. Now we say priorities, like get your priorities together. There was a time in the 1400s and lasted all the way till 1900 something where um, it was singular because think about it, priority, there is only one thing. So if you want to do a daily priority, my priority as in singular is to be less annoyed or bothered today. And then since I'm a big fan of set the bar, do your best, right? We're looking for progress, not perfection. If you, if you fall off the wagon, the annoyed wagon, just get back, you know, just get back, back on that, um, you know, on the wagon of trying to learn to become less annoyed. So you slipped up, you got irritated, start the day over at 1.15 or 11 o'clock at night, who cares? And then he says, um, Richard says, observe your own reactions to life. Take note of how uptight you can be and how reactive you are to the events and people around you. When you, when you have done so, make a commitment to become less bothered, especially by little things. That's it. We're all about the choice and getting a grip on the brain, becoming the boss of your brain. Choose to become less annoyed for this day. 
and then you started again doing the same thing tomorrow, then all the days add up to weeks and months, and before long it's a pattern, and you be and you make this part of your whole personality, which is you are a person who doesn't get annoyed very easily, and that's it. This is Kimberly Quinn signing off from the beautiful northern Vermont. Have a mindful, less annoyed day. Thank you.